Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 186 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. I hope you guys had fun. I uh, hope the weather was good where you are. We had a little bit of rain here in Maryland over this weekend here in Baltimore, but it shaped up to be a nice weekend. It wasn't too bad out, it wasn't too hot. Wasn't too hot. I know I was complaining about the heat Friday. Yesterday, yesterday evening was actually all right. The rain had cooled it off yesterday. When I got off of work around 8 o'clock, it wasn't too bad. Out. A lot of people were outside enjoying the weather. Saw a lot of, lot of O's fans. A lot of O's fans out and about. I mean, I usually see O's fans. I live downtown. I see O's fans. I'm not far from Camden Yards. See the O's fans all the time. But they were out in the force. Okay, they got this sweep over the Angels. They've won eight in a row. Okay, the city is buzzing. The town is, the town is, you know, the things are rumbling. Okay, the, the O's magic may be in the air. Uh, the other day, they gave away these horrendous orange Hawaiian shirts. And I guess it was the, a giveaway at the stadium. And they were, they, were, they were wearing them proud, man. Chins up high. And I'm not going to lie, I'm hating. I'm hating. I am. The, the, the Blue Jays, we, we are struggling right now. My boys are struggling. They're, what, 1-9 and nine over the last 10 just about? I mean, we are horrendous. We had a horrendous road trip. Uh, it's not looking good. The O's are right on our tails. It's it's ugly out here. It's nasty. But the O's, man, they're, they're having a ball, man. Eight in a row. We're going to talk about this. So I'm not going to talk about it too much. Just know that, I, I, that I'm going to hate on them. I'm going to hate. I have to. Okay, I have to hate. I have to. I don't have a choice. I can't. I can't really show too much love to my AL East compadres. But it is what it is. I'm gonna be hating pretty hard. So get ready for that. Um, what else? Who else, man? Uh, let me think. Oh, thank you guys. If you follow me on Instagram and you saw the poll yesterday, uh, thank you guys for voting. Uh, if you saw the Instagram, the question. Thank you for answering. You guys do not understand. You helped shape with this episode. When I told you guys Friday, I don't do this to hear myself talk. I do this for you guys. I really mean that. So thank you guys for participating. I, I truly do mean that. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, as you see, the turnaround. We're back again on this good Monday. New week, new opportunity. Uh, last episode I dropped was Friday. Go listen to that. Episode 185. But... The turnaround was quick, man, and and not much happened over the weekend. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but I know people who do uh, a podcast either weekly or bi-weekly or whoever. If y'all really out here grinding, you do it daily. Like, when I watch, when I, I mean, I I don't watch uh, the Talking Head shows, but to see them on TV multiple times a day, every day, talking about basically the same thing every day it's not really evergreen well it's not really evergreen topics right evergreen conversation it's just over and over beating it again or i watch guys like pat mcafee get on air every day especially during the dog days of summer nothing happened over the weekend no new news no big breaking news nothing so i'm looking at myself in the mirror i'm like how can i make a show a sports show entertaining right and i think right now where i'm at especially that we're in the the dog days of summer 
not much going on in the sports world. But I want to make this show entertaining. So why not talk about stuff other than sports right now? Music. I love music. You know me. I love music. All types of music. Uh, so that was why, you know, yesterday was random, but ended up turning into the main, you know, main segment of the show. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But creating content is hard, man. This is hard. This is not easy. This is not just plugging a mic and just start chatting. It's not. It's not. Producing a show and producing content weekly and twice a week, it's hard. And this is something that's supposed to be fun. But it's a job. It's a second job that I don't get paid for. That's what it is, essentially. I love I love doing this. I love what I do. But it's not easy, man. And f- I've been doing this. It's the 186th time I've got on here and done this. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. Each episode is a new milestone. And I'm just excited to be here still doing it. Because the average show doesn't make it past 20 episodes. That's true. And here we are, 186 in a hole, and I'm blessed. And I appreciate you guys for sticking with me. I really do. Um, enough of the soft talk, all right? Enough of the, the sentimental talk. I, I'm ready to get into this episode. We got some good things to talk about. We're going to be talking rap, hip-hop. We're going to talk about uh, loyalty in the sports world. That was a uh, conversation that sparked from the Dane contract and the Bradley Bill contract and... Uh, I did an Instagram poll yesterday, and I will be exposing some people. Have to. Have to. We're going to talk about the Orioles. Got to talk about them birds. And staying in Baltimore, we got to talk about this Lamar Jackson contract situation because training camp is coming. And I really feel like if this is not resolved by week one, the Ravens are in trouble. Uh, They're in trouble. They're, They're going to be in trouble. So, you know what I'm about to tell you. Sit back, get your popcorn ready, get you a nice cold bottle of Powerade, and prepare to be electrified. Here making all the music that they party to But party on, party on all night I got these new rappers nervous prom night I grow tired of these grown man liars Storytellers, they ain't even need a campfire uh, But I just wanna tell the truth Before one of these haters load a couple shells and shoot This feel like when Fred star was a sunset park Stunting hard in this yellow goo Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah Light up, oh yeah Way to set the tone Way to set the tone And I didn't even play Hov's verse I didn't even play Hov's verse What do you say? And that's, so, and that's why I'm not as cool as As I once was I once was Cool as the fonts was But the bright lights turn me to a monster Oh my god Yeah, I'm ready <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready I'm here, man I'm here Alright So 
hip hop and sports, man, they, they they really go hand in hand. You know that song "Light Up" on Drake's album "Thank Me Later." There was a song called "Thank Me Now," right? And Drake said, "Damn, I swear the music, the sports and music are so synonymous because we want to be them, and they want to be us." That's true. I mean, look at John Morant, right? This guy, every week, it seems like there's a new tweet. Uh, you know, he's referring to different NBA teams as ops. He's talking about going to Golden State, talking about going to their block and calling their arena their block. And he's talking about he's standing 10 toes down and got another 30 on him. Mr. Morant, please. Please. Please stop. Please. You, you, you are not that guy, pal. You are not him. That's not the life you live, man. All right? You are an NBA basketball player. You do not sell any drugs. You're not in the streets. Please, carry yourself as such. Then you got rappers wanting to be athletes. Look at Drake. It's a whole basketball league that he runs from his home. He's at the games. Rappers are at the games. Lil Wayne's big Packers fan. Remember when uh, Jeezy and Future pulled up on Cam Newton at the game? Rappers love sports, and athletes love rap. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. So, look at me. Look at my show, right? For a while, I had uh, two intro songs, right? The first one was um, Heisman Watch, Wale. Second one was Lions, uh, Bengals, Bears, also Wale. Great sports song. Um, and now I'm, I'm switching it up week uh, episode to episode now, if you haven't noticed it already. But hip-hop, rap has influenced me, um, influenced my show, influenced my life. Uh, I love hip-hop, man. I love rap. I do. I love all, you know, all the different sub-genres of it. Um, I really do. And hip-hop and sports, they go hand-in-hand in me. I mean, you look at when you watch a game, you get, they go into commercial play, go into commercial break nine times out of ten they're playing rap. When they're going, uh, when they have like a, a intro, it's probably rap on it. And one of my favorite, my favorite rapper right now, like, is Money Man. You guys know me, you know that. Dog. Summer 2020, they had played 24. Uh, TNT played it. I lost my mind. I said, oh my God. Then this past uh, fall with the Ohio State in the Michigan game, they go into commercial break at halftime. They play LLC, lost my mind. Lost my entire mind. Lost my entire mind. They play tip up. Like, bro, I love to see my favorite artists who aren't mainstream get that type of love. That's that's so cool to me. But you can see, man, hip-hop and sports, they, they, they go hand in hand. So I don't know why. I haven't been talking about music on the show. I feel like this is my show. It don't got to just be a sports show. You guys know I talk about other things in sports, but I'm an entertainer at the end of the day, and I want to entertain you guys. So if you guys want to hear me talk about sports, movies, music, I'll do it all, babe. Ain't no problem. So yesterday on Instagram, last night, I asked, when it comes to rap, who is your GOAT? Got a lot of good, interesting answers. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through them. I should have tallied them up. Uh, t- 
to what the responses were. But let's see. Let's go through them. Let's go through them. We got Bass God, Nas, Jay Z, Andre 3000, Drake, Drake and Wayne, Lil Kim, NBA Youngboy, God bless. God bless. Lil Wayne, Drake again, Andre 3000 again, The Game, Jay Z again, Wayne again, Drake again, and Kanye. And then I. I didn't ask for J. Cole, man. But it's okay. That's that's your that's your man's. I respect that. I do. But personally, I'm good. But it was fun to see everybody's answers because you know everybody has their own personal taste in music, and then we can all agree on certain things. And I think the goat question, when you ask somebody, even in sports, when you ask somebody who is the goat of a sport. Um, or who's the GOAT at a certain position. Everybody has their own criteria, and then there's pieces of each criteria that gel together, and, you know, we can become in agreement on certain on certain criterias and why we feel a certain player is the GOAT or a GOAT. And I feel like at this point, everybody's a GOAT, right? Everybody's, that word gets thrown around, that acronym gets thrown around so much now, it's not as sacred as it used to be. So in some conversations, I try I try not to water it, it waters the conversation down. But when we talk about goats, we talk about you know Tom Brady's, the Jordans, the LeBrons, the Rogers, uh, the Federers, the Serena Williams, the Floyds, the uh, Mike Tyson's, the Ali's. You 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 guys know when we talk about goats in different sports, who we're talking about and why we talk about them. But what about hip hop? What about in rap? Who are your goats in rap? And the three. The top three from yesterday in the polls was Wayne, Hove, and Drake. Those were the they got the three the most votes, right? I can't I can't argue with that because honestly, my top five, they are in my all three of them are in my top five. They are. Drake, Wayne, and Hove are all in my top five, one hundred percent. And the things I consider creativity, impact performances and longevity some of those things we can they transfer to sports we talk about longevity the first that comes to my mind is lebron the second that comes to my mind is tom brady lebron has been at the top of his game since he got in the game tom brady is still playing at a very elite level at his jurassic age of 65 He's still winning Super Bowls at his Jurassic age. This man just turned 73 last year. It's crazy. And Tom Brady is still doing it. Fake retired, came back this past offseason. He's ready to go, come back and, and light it up again. I love that for him. Longevity is a big thing in rap. When we talk about longevity, you got to talk about Jay-Z. Fam, Jay-Z has been around... For a long time now. Late 80s, early 90s, right? In the underground scene. He's he's been here. 90s, 2000s, the 10s, now in the 2020s. He's still here. Hove is still here. Still here. And if I could make a comparison. From these three, right? From talking Hove. 
Wayne, and Drake. I say, Hov is Joe Montana. He's not the first to do it, but he's one of the best. Wayne, it's Michael Vick. He came in the game young, game changer, game changer that everyone would end up emulating from the locks and tats to the music itself. Everybody wanted to be like Wayne at one point. Everybody, even when he was a hot boy. And Drake, Drake is Tom Brady to me. Statistically, the GOAT. Even if some feel like he made it because of the system he was in. Starting on TV to being molded into a star at the YMCMB camp. But undeniable, man. Drake, Drake is that guy. Drake is, he's that guy. He has all of the accolades, man, from Billboard Awards to Grammys. He's done it all. He's been on top of the charts for over 10 years now. But you talk numbers. You want to talk numbers. You want to talk stats, man. Let me let me pull up the stats, man. Let me pull up the stats on that man, bro. Because I, I really don't think people understand that. 11 number one albums, bro. 11 number ones. Thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. If you're reading this is too late, what a time to be alive. Views. More life. Scorpion. Care package. Certified lover boy. And most recently, the dance album. Honestly, never mind. I mean, fam. The numbers, they don't lie, man. They don't lie. They don't lie. He's done it all, man. He's done it all. More Life has been on the full five years on the Billboard 200. I mean, the streaming numbers are ridiculous. He's done, you know how many numbers he's done in one week. And then what he's done for other people, the Drake stimulus package, fam. The stimulus package. I mean, from the Migos, Lil Baby. I mean, you can't fumble that unless you're Block Boy JB. I, I just don't understand how can Drake gives you the stimulus and, and, and you fumble it. I think the best the best use of the Drake stimulus package has to go to the Migos. Because, I mean, when Drake hopped on Versace, that's when I first heard the Migos. And then that's when I first heard the Migos flow. I heard Drake use it. Migos blows up. And now everybody's, till this day, is they're still doing it. It's crazy, right? Impact, man. Impact. Impact. Even in the ring. Teflon and beef, man. Teflon and beef. Don't matter if it looked like it's an L or not. Teflon. I mean, and he's put... He, he smoked a couple. Common. Meek Mill put him in a casket. Brought him back to life in 2018. Resurrected him. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But the one, the one that people still talk about to this day. Straight versus Pusha T. Let's talk about that. Let's go back to summer 2018. All right. Pusha T drops the album. Right. It's Friday. 12 a.m. Did W come out the same day or was it the next day? Gotta go back and look. But it was quick. It was a quick turnaround. Infrared was the last song on Pusha T's album. Took a shot at Drake. Drake comes back with the Duppy freestyle. 
had smoke for Pusha T, but most of the smoke was towards Kanye because he felt like Kanye was the one who was feeding Pusha T all this information, blah, 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 blah. I mean, to me, I think, and then Pusha T replies with the story added on when he, you know, told everybody that Drake had a son and, you know, the artwork with the black face. And then he, you know, he made fun of 40 being sick. And, you know, it was the more controversial record. It was a damaging record to an extent, uh, you know. But to me, personally, all that that this record was, was Pusha T reading a bunch of sh- Shade Room comments. I mean, it was... Not well known, but it was known in a lot of circles that Drake had a kid. It just wasn't really big, big, widely known publicly, right? So, okay, you get a point for that. You get a point for tarnishing in him a little bit, but right before the album dropped, Scorpion still did the numbers it was supposed to do. Your album didn't do the numbers it was going to, like, you got, you went on a press run, a media run, about Drake while this man's promoting like his album is out like that's sad to me that's sad to me and I, I like Pusha T I didn't, I didn't really have a problem with Pusha T I don't and I, I think Pusha T is a great rapper I just didn't think that that was his best performance it wasn't a good it wasn't a good song it was a good diss it just wasn't a good song it wasn't lyrically it wasn't it wasn't good it wasn't wasn't I didn't think it was smart I didn't think it was well thought out uh Duppy yeah, he barred them boys up, man. I thought lyrically that was a better performance. Uh, and, and I'm not even talking as a Drake stand. I just think that he outrapped Pusha T. I think he barred him up, man. I think he did. I think Pusha T had the nastier diss, but I think Drake had the, the the classier diss. It was just better, man. Better song. The beat wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a a, a, a a reused beat. It was a, a, a new beat that I heard. And when the horns came on, I knew what time it was. I wish I could go back to the time I heard Duppy Freestyle for the first time. I lost my mind. Because I already knew what time it was. Yeah, I love me some Drake, man. I do. I love me some Drake. I really do, man. You guys know I love Drake. I, I can't help it. I'm a Drake stand, man. I even liked the album he just dropped. And I hated him when I first heard it. Ended up loving it. Hey, yo, Ed, Rick, bring them girls to the stage. What? Somebody's getting paid. What? Free big slime out the cage. What? Okay. I'm just I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. But, yeah, man, Drake's, Drake's numbers are undeniable. His accomplishments are undeniable. Like, any accolade, any, what, accolade, any accolade you can think of, Drake has it. Um, and he's one of the artists who uh, survived the... You know, born he was born in the radio era. You got to think. You know, when Drake first came out, oh seven, oh eight, he started getting hot. You know, started popping off oh eight, oh nine. That's that's still radio play. You know, radio stations are still big. We're not really still selling. You know, CDs are still being sold. Um, you know, when Drake first was first coming out, you know, Wayne just sold a million in one week. So CDs were still a big thing when Drake came out. So for him to transition probably one of the only all one of the only artists who flawlessly transitioned into the streaming era so you got to give him credit there to have success at the end of the radio era and then to completely dominate the streaming era 
You got to give him that. You can't. You can't not give him that. And then a lot of people's a lot of people's knocks knock on Drake is the reference tracks with Quentin Miller, of course. Um, you know, that's the, the ghostwriting rumors that Meek Mill started. You know, off of that, but I don't give that too much thought, honestly. I just I just don't see that man not writing for himself. It just I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't I can't I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. But yeah, Drake Drake is that guy, man. Drake is that guy. Hove one of the best rappers ever. Just pure rapper. Straight bars. Another one. Who's gotten to beefs and, and we know his biggest beef um, with Jay-Z versus Nas. Now here's the thing. I I was a big I mean, I still am a big Nas guy, but the older I got, like I say, when I really started going back and listening to music, um, as a teenager, I was a big Nas guy. I was getting, you know, old school hip hop. I was like 13, 14. Then the older I got, the more I started appreciating Jay-Z. Listen to all of his albums, and it's like, damn, Hove, Hove, Hove might have won that beef, right? I mean, Ether, one of the greatest disses of all time. But I mean, the takeover, takeover, yeah, I don't know. Takeover was hard. Getting gunned up and clapped quick, I don't know. But Ether was, Ether was, yeah, Ether was the one. Right, but you look at how who came out of that, and what happened after that, and even for them to do songs together, even now, still I think Jay Z, over the course of time, is became the better rapper. I think he was the better rapper at that time. But aging in the game is something that a lot of rappers can't do. When you get to a certain age, it's like, all right, bro, it's time for jazz. Like, go do something else. Jay Z is not one of those guys. Jay Z. It's still Jay-Z. Don't matter how old he is. Don't matter what he's rapping about. And you can go listen to 444 and you'll know that. You can go listen to his feature um, on Pusha T's last album, Neck and Wrist. I mean, oh my God. Hove is in shape. Don't don't get it twisted. He ain't out of shape. It's, he's still Hove, man. He's still Hove. And, you know, <laughs> he's one of the guys that if you're not rapping, rapping on a song with him, don't get on the song, man. Don't get a song. Like, I really feel bad for Jeezy, right? Because Jeezy, damn, man, he got smoked twice on the remix of uh, Put On. Hove was on there, Kanye was over there. Nasty prick. Nasty prick. But, yeah, he smoked Drake on his own, own joint two times. Light Up and Pound Cake, with all due respect. Don't matter. Don't matter who on it. Who on it? Oh, damn! I can't speak on it. Don't matter who on the track with. I think the only one to not only hold his own, but probably got the upper hand on him, was Wayne on Mr. Carter. That's just me being honest. But outside of rapping, man, rapper turned businessman from music, clothing, drinks, basketball, man. Hove has done it all, man. Hove has done it all. It's still doing it. Still doing it. Hove can drop an album Friday and I'm running to it. I'm running to it. I mean, look at what he's done 
impact he's had with the collab albums, um, collab tours with the man we don't speak of, um, the 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 Lincoln Park collab. Then you got the Watch a Throne, and then from Watch a Throne that sparked for the next what five to seven years all types of collab albums that we didn't want to hear. The only collab album outside of Watch the Throne that I want to hear is Put a Time to Be Alive. That's it. I all that other keep it. Keep it. Didn't ask for it. Keep it. Keep it. Please keep it. Please keep it. Please keep it. Um Hope's got one of the best trilogies, the uh with the blue the blueprint. Um I mean, come on man. The the argument is there. It's there. For for this man being the GOAT if he's not your GOAT. But I know you guys are probably wondering who's my who my goat is. My goat is Lil Wayne, man. Wayne, Tunchi, Weezy F, the one, the only. I grew up on Wayne. Definitely grew up on Wayne. My mom was a big, and still is a big Wayne fan. Uh, she's definitely the one who put me on to Wayne when I was a kid. You know, I think the first she didn't really rock when he was with the Hot Boys. I think the first Wayne song that I remember my mom. Blasting consistently was Go DJ. Heard that a lot. Yeah, heard that a lot in the crib when one when one hundred six and Punk was hot. Loved her some Wayne, and then she liked them like like liked them. I come on, relax. But definitely put me on a Wayne when I was a kid. So I've been I've been rocking with him since I was a kid, and he's been in the game since he was a kid. Um, Wayne's been in it forever, man. Wayne's been doing this for a very, very, very long time. And I, when other rappers talk about him, they talk about his work ethic. Ice Cube, I just saw a recent, I don't know how recent this interview was with Ice Cube. It looked pretty recent when he was talking about the best rappers. And he talked about Wayne. Bro, the work ethic. You know how many songs this, probably, this guy probably has in the vault? Like, there's a song that just randomly, he randomly dropped. I think it was last year that, I don't know, it was probably from 2008, 2009, the way his voice sounds. It's called You Dig. Fam, he went crazy on that song. He went crazy on that song. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to play a little bit for you. Spinal, attack like rhino, got the thunder like lino, I leave your head spinning like vinyl, I know, psycho but tight though, right, but you could drown in my flow, cause my flow is a tidal, wave, you gon' need Geico or Gecko, I go get from the get-go, go let, let go, let's go, go where, anywhere but nowhere, cold air than the polar bears, toenail, no frill, don't break, too real, boy I get it poppin' like New Year's, scream hallelujah, I am the one coming new year My car window's dark and my diamond chain's too clear Fam <laughs> Fam, you can't tell me You cannot tell me he's not that guy, bro You can't tell me that You can't tell me But Wayne's been doing this for a very long time <sighs> One of the best I think he has the best trilogy, the Carter series. Carter 3 was the first album I bought with my own money. Carter 1, Carter 2, Carter 3, fire. All fire. He's a mixtape monster, bro. The dedication, no ceilings, 
dedication series, no ceilings one and two. Um, sorry for the wait. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. Wayne's getting on people's beats and taking their songs. If 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 Wayne gets on the beat, it's a Wayne song. If he's featured on your song, it's a Wayne song. Like, sky's the limit. I didn't know that was a Mike Jones song until probably last year. No clue. Just heard the original this year because I went and found it. Because when you hear that, you think, I'm a ride for money. Yeah, you don't think Mike Jones. And when I heard the Mike Jones version, I saw he had no business with this beat. He ain't even know what to do with that beat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, feature killer. Um, you know, versatile, dabbled in rock. We know that. Um, then uh, you know, did that on. Um, I'm not. I'm not a human being. I love Wayne, bro. Wayne is definitely my goat. One hundred percent. I mean, come on, a million in one week. You you can't beat that, man. You can't. Come on, he's the goat, bro. He's my goat, at least. He may not be your goat. But I just think that metaphors, references, freestyle ability, tone, a bit. Bro, he's ridiculous. He, 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 go watch that basement freestyle. Go watch that. Please go watch that. If you have not seen that before, please go look at that. I'm probably going to post that on my Instagram today just because. Um, I, I just, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I just, I don't know how you go against them. I don't know how you go against them. Like, if I was a rapper, I don't know how I would go about writing my verse when I know Wayne's on the song. Especially if I heard, like, if I didn't hear his verse yet. Like, if I did my verse and then he sent me his verse, I'm going to redo my verse again. Twice, like seriously, that's that's how I would look at it, bro. His worth ethic, back to his worth ethic, work ethic, it's crazy, it's crazy. Like his ability, like to just be up in a studio all night, not writing anything, and then just going to spit. I was watching MGK's documentary last week, and he was on one of his songs. It's like, what the hell, bro? And he Wayne is still in shape. People sleep. People think Wayne fell off. I don't know when that happened. I don't know when Wayne fell off. Somebody could, if somebody could tell me when, I would love to know when. Did he have a little slump? Yeah, I mean, but you think, man, you go to prison and come home and see what happens. I mean, you got you dealing with legal troubles against with cash money, and then the Free Weezy album, one of his probably most slept on albums, because he it dropped on um, title when it came out in 2015. Nobody had title at that time. I think I had it on Spinrilla. Then I put it in my Apple Music, and I think it finally came to Apple, like 2020. Go listen to that album. Go listen to um, the Dedication Six. Please go listen to that. Go listen to um, the Carter Four. I mean the Carter uh, Five. Obviously, it's another one. Funeral. Go listen to that. Uh, he's got a feature on a Polo G album that, bro. Wayne is still in shape, man. Wayne is still Wayne. Like you. Don't, don't, yeah, Wayne is still Wayne. Wayne is still Wayne. Oh, pause. I'm sorry. I had a, I'm back to Drake real quick. The Only You Freestyle with Hetty One. Go listen to that. Forgot to mention, man, Drake does it all. The drill rap, talk about versatility. Drill rap, the, the UK drill, 
bringing that sound to the states. Yeah, Drake's the yeah Drake's that guy. But back to Wayne. Um, fam, feature killer. They gave him sixty seconds on We Taking Over, and he still had the best verse. If you don't believe it, I am the beast. Feed me rappers or feed me beats. I'm untamed. I need a leash. I'm insane. I need a shrink. I love brain. I need a leech. Why complain on easy streets? I don't even talk and let the visa speak. And I like my Sprite Easter pink. And my wrist wash apart, but the mule is cooler. I have more juice than your jeweler. Touching, I will bust your medulla. That's a... It is not a tumor. Red light, red light, stop your rumors. I stay on track like a box of boomers. I just rock, rock, rock with Junior. I am the little big Cause we not. take it, it over. One city at a time. It speaks for itself. I don't even have to, like, it speaks for itself, fam. This is crazy. What are we talking about here? What are we really talking about here? What are we? He's the best to ever do it, man. He's the best to ever do it. Point blank. Point blank, period. And if I had to like rank my top five Wayne songs based on performance alone, um, I would probably say Six Foot, Seven Foot, Hustle Music, Go DJ. And I'm not talking, I'm not, I don't think we're going to include mixtapes, that's not fair. A Millie, and then my, I would have to say I'm Me as a mixtape cut because I'm Me is. I think that's like his best performance. He went crazy on that song. He went absolutely nuts. That was God mode. God mode Wayne right there, bro. He went nuts. He went nuts. Yeah, man. Wayne Wayne's the best to ever do it, man. For sure. But Wayne, Hove, and Drake, they're my top three, for sure. I love them. Um, I like I I would love to hear all three of them on, like, I, like, I think the saddest thing to me is we've never gotten a Mr. Carter video. I would have loved that. That was something the streets needed. For sure. Yeah, I love Wayne. Um, but I will say, Wale is probably the best with the sports bars. And, 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 and Wayne is up there. But Wale, man, he's a sports. Yeah, when it comes to sports, I think Wale is the guy to go to for that. Um, but yeah, man, I'm glad I'm, I'm like this. It was a good segment. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope I didn't bore you guys. Hope you guys were locked in with me. Um, and then let me know, man, when you hear this, let me know if you want me to do more stuff like this. As I think I had a blast. I hope you did. <laughs> I really do. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let me make sure I got all my thoughts out before I move on. Yeah, I did. I did, just making sure, just making sure, just making sure I didn't miss anything, checking my notes, making sure I didn't miss nothing, yeah, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it, now let's move on to the sports, man, I want to talk about uh, the loyalty, because whatever the hell that is, it's not a real thing, loyalty is not a real thing, okay, let's, let's, let's get right to that, alright, so here's what happened, right, Dame signs this two-year extension with the Blazers, Adds on to his already monster contract. So let's look at the numbers first. Congratulations to Dame for getting a bag. I can't be mad at anybody getting a bag. I'm chasing a bag myself. 
I'm chasing the bag myself. This nine to five life ain't for me no more. I'm chasing the bag and stuff I'm passionate about. And I'm speaking into an existence. I'm praying on it. You know what I mean? And if you're praying on my downfall, you got to pray harder. You can't stop the boy. But my goal in life is to do something and get paid for what I'm passionate about. And these guys are getting paid for what they love to do, which is play basketball. Not necessarily win, but they're getting paid to play. So Dame is getting paid to play because he ain't won nothing yet. Still time. But here's what the contract is about. Current for the next what three seasons. 42.5 this year. 45.6 next year. 48.8 in 2024. Then you get into 2025. This is the extension years. 58.5. 63.3 in 26. 2026 with the player option. Insane numbers. Insane numbers. Insane. And NBA fans, Portland fans, they love it. They love they love to watch guys stay with one team and Stay one team their whole careers. Never see them in different jerseys. They never join a super team. They never they never go and join the team. And they're not ring chasing. And dog, if I'm in the NBA and I have a winner's mentality, I know I want to win a championship. If I know in my heart, in my mind. I can't win a championship with this organization that I'm with. I'm going to go find another organization where I can win a championship with. I.e. KD leaving OKC. I.e. LeBron leaving Cleveland the first time and the second time. I mean, do I have to go? Do you want me to go further? Like, fam, if I'm not happy where I am, it don't matter how much money you throw at me. I'm not staying here. If I really, really, really want to win the championship, I don't have to be loyal to you. This loyalty thing that y'all speak of, it's not real, man. You, you, you don't get rings. You don't get trophies for being loyal to a team. All you get is a pat on the ass and millions. Millions are good, man. Millions are cool, but okay, cool. You get your millions. I don't want to hear anything about you not winning anything. I don't want to hear anything about it. Not from Dame, not from Bradley Bill, who just signed that big monster contract. You guys got your bag. Cool. Play. Keep playing for that team. Enjoy your money. Spend it wisely. But when it comes down to it, don't want to hear anything about a ring. And it's funny about Dame specifically, because in 2014 he had that football foot like a commercial with the no rings, right? He had Barry Sanders, LT, and Chris Webber all in the commercial, making fun of you know poking fun of guys with no rings. And he said he doesn't hope to end up like that. Well, here we are, eight years later, and Dame is looking like that. It's looking like that. It's looking like your biggest accomplishment, your biggest playoff memory. Will be eliminated OKC with the bye bye uh, three. That's it. As of right now. And with the way things are looking in Portland, that's going to be it. I mean, your number two, your ace, 
Ace Boogie, CJ McCollum got the hell out of there, and we all thought it should have been you that left. But you stayed. You stayed, man. You stayed. There's no real loyalty in the NBA or the NFL or any pro sports for that matter because at the end of the day, this is a business. It is business at the end of the day. And with my mindset, they're not going to be loyal to me at the end of the day if I tear my ACL or if I start declining by a smidge, I know I'm going to get released, traded, waived, whatever the case may be. I don't have to be loyal to these guys, man. These owners, these GMs, they're not loyal to us. I've seen guys get traded in the NBA while they're on the sideline for the team. That's loyal? That's loyalty? That's loyalty? You got Pat Bev was just crying at a playing game. For the Timberwolves. They just traded him. Like, what are we talking about here? What are you talking about here? Like, imagine, like, running backs, right? Zeke had to sit out to get paid. Zeke don't got to be loyal to the Cowboys. He didn't have to be loyal to them. I don't got to show up and do everything for y'all. I want to get paid. All right, now we can talk loyalty. It's all about money at the end of the day. And that's what it looks like it is for Dame and Bradley Bill. So I ran a poll, and the poll was, what would you rather have? Pick one. It was loyalty in quotes because Dame's whole thing, it was a comment he made. Keep switching teams, running from the grind. You chump, you boys are chumps. Fam, what is the grind? Grinding your knees for nothing? Grinding your mental for nothing. Grinding your back from carrying the bum-ass Portland Trailblazers for nothing. For what? A first-round exit? A second-round appearance? I mean, what are we doing here, Dane? What exactly is the grind? What is the grind? What are we grinding for? Understand what I'm saying? What are we grinding for? So I ran a poll. How many votes are getting? 45 votes. The final score was 45. Hold up, excuse me. 45 votes. 39. I can't count. I can't. Math was never my strongest subject. Never was. All right, hold on. 37. 37 to 8. Okay. 37 to 8. Eight people pick loyalty over winning. So you, y'all going to sit here in my face and tell me you'd rather be stuck. Stuck. Than happy? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think. Ladies, fellas, if y'all with me. Listen to me. Ladies, would you rather be stuck with a guy who been been there for a while, right? But ain't got nothing going for itself. No goals. He ain't goal-oriented. He ain't really making no money. He ain't really got no future. Or would you rather be out there with a guy who got the bag? Not only do he got the bag, but he got a future. Not only do he got a future, but he got something going for himself, right? He's a winner. 
Would you rather be with a loser or a winner? Ladies. Fellas. Be in a relationship with a woman. Or you messing with a lady. She ain't really got nothing going for herself. She ain't really doing the things that you want or need her to do. But you know what? Some women out there who will do that for you. What you gonna do? Stay or leave? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So to the eight people that decided to stay, I, I, I must call you out. At Oh wait, I think I screenshotted the Oh no I did. Here we go. At a dose of Ken. That's my cousin, Kendall. I know your fiance, my cousin in law, Kelly. He's a Bulls fan, so he has to be loyal because uh being loyal to a a, a bad organization like that, post Derrick Rose, post Jimmy Butler, I understand. So I know he told you to pick loyalty. So I can't really cook you too much, but I'm just going to put him in a grill, on the grill for you by association. Kelly, I don't know if you're listening to this, but you know you dead wrong for that. You are. At Jalen Anthony, my guy Jalen. Fam, you dead wrong for that. I don't know why you voted for loyalty. Des, Desmond. At AMC Lore 600. Mr. Celtics fan. I don't know why you voted for loyalty. You dead wrong for that. Jay Boog. 526. Josh. You dead wrong for that. Playboy underscore ZX. Zadre. You a clubbers fan. Opening night champs. Ye in, ye out. You are the definition of loyalty. But you shouldn't have voted for that. Self-made ring. Kareem, I don't know if you're still a Patriots fan or not since Tom Brady left. But if you are, you are the definition of loyalty because I know I would have went to Tampa Bay with him. You dead wrong for that. At Josh, Bazzano, I don't know you, brother, but you dead wrong for that. Young Shaq, 250. Sean, you dead wrong for that, brother. Just had to let y'all know that. Y'all dead wrong for that. I, I want better for y'all. I expect better from y'all. As my followers, as my people. Understand what I'm saying? I expect better and want better from y'all. But dang. Back to you, brother. Don't want to hear it, man. I don't want to hear it, bro. Loyalty is not real. It's not a real thing in the league, in any league. These organizations, they're not going to be loyal to you, man. And y'all know that. Y'all know that this is a business at the end of the day. Point blank, period, man. Point blank, period. And speaking of money, speaking of business, there's some business that need to be handled in Baltimore. All right? (laughs) Y'all better pay that, man. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all better pay that, man. Okay, so here's why the Ravens are in trouble. The Ravens are in trouble for a couple reasons. This Lamar contract thing, it's a problem, man. It's a problem. They can act like it's not a problem. They can act like, oh, we'll get it done eventually. And Listen, man, soon, eventually, will be now. Like, you'll have to get it done immediately you you don't you do not want this thing to last 
into the season. You you want this deal done before week one. You want this deal done before training camp over is over. You do not want this leaking into the month of September. You want this done in August, July. You you want this done between this month and next month. Because quite frankly, in my opinion, if the Ravens don't get this deal done by week one, it won't get done at all. A deal will get done. It just won't be in Baltimore. That's what I think. Because if you guys can't work out a number by week one, when are you going to be able to work out that number? And I'm not talking about we as in Lamar and the Ravens. I'm talking about the Ravens. If you don't know what this guy is worth by week one, you don't you don't know what he's worth at all. He's already proven his worth time and time again. I mean, he was saving y'all butts this past season before he got hurt. The Ravens weren't winning those games without Lamar. Look what happened when he went down. The wheels fell completely off. This guy was holding this team together. No running backs. Mark Andrews. <laughs> Defense did a thing. And Justin Tucker, he, he, he's the best kicker in the world. Best kicker that ever has been. But Lamar was keeping them. He was beating them. He was beating teams, man. Look at the performance he had against the Chiefs. Go back to that the primetime game, the games against the Colts. Like, fam, Lamar was putting together a season where, I mean, come on. He was an MVP candidate at one point that season. He was, he was in the conversation at one point because he was keeping the Ravens afloat. You go back to the MVP year. Last year, getting to the playoffs. I mean, the season before getting to the playoffs. Like, fam. What more is there to say? What more is there to for him to do? To prove that he is the quarterback of the now and the future. You, you make him a Raven for life today. You don't you don't let Lamar walk until uh, um you don't let him walk into the new season without a new deal that, that that doesn't happen. And here's what the Ravens have against them: something that was already against them, the Josh Allen deal that got done last season. Josh Allen got a new deal going into 2021. These guys came to the league same year. Signed their deals in twenty their rookie years in twenty four twenty uh their rookie deals in twenty eighteen. Josh Allen got his new deal last season. Before last season, excuse me. Six years, two hundred fifty eight million dollars, one hundred fifty million dollars guaranteed. You look at Josh Allen's salary. That the new deal kicks in, in twenty twenty three. You got twenty seven million. Base salary, you know what I mean, like. Yearly caps between 28 to 40. 27, 23, 14. Bro, he's making good money, right? $100 million guaranteed at the signing bonus. Look, the money is crazy. The money is crazy. It's good money, too. Good money. Congratulations, Josh Allen. Right? No MVPs. He's had good seasons. But he ain't have a Lamar season, though. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So you got that against you. You got the Bills. They took care of their guy. They said, okay, this is our guy. I want we want him around for the rest of you know his tenure in this league, and we're going to do it again towards the end. We want him here. Josh Allen is our guy. This is the guy we're riding with. This is the guy we're sticking behind. We know that without him, this thing ain't moving. We we bought him some pieces here. We tweaked the offense for him. We we're playing we're playing to his strengths. This is our guy. So let's pay him now. Let's lock this lock this deal up before his contract year. Let's take care of him because that's what you do when you know you got a superstar. That's what you do. That's how you operate. It's an organization. You know you got a superstar quarterback. You know you got a young quarterback who's going to be here, and he's going to be in the conversation. He's going to be an MVP conversation. He's going to be an offensive player of the year conversation. He's going to keep you in playoff contention. He's going to keep your your team relevant. He's going to keep putting asses in seats. He's going to keep putting money in your pockets. You know you take care of that guy. That's what you do. You don't let it linger. You don't let it linger. You don't make him change his header to I need money. You don't do that. You don't let the media create questions and narratives and speculation. You don't do that. You don't. It's Lamar Jackson, man. Lamar Jackson. Him. Hemi Turner. Him McGraw. Him Ross. Timothy Thatcher. Him Halpert. Like, come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Pay that man. Another thing working against the Baltimore Ravens. This happens to come within the same division. The Cleveland Browns just gave how much money guaranteed to somebody with how many sexual assault allegations against him? I'm just saying. That's a lot of money for somebody who might not touch the field this season. And a lot of money for a guy who hasn't played in a year. I'm just saying. Ravens better come correct or don't come at all, man. They better come correct or don't come at all. You got to pay that man, bro. You, you You can't drag this thing out. You can't afford to. You can't afford to. Because if you don't pay him, somebody else will. If y'all let if y'all let this year go by without a deal, deal getting done, and if you think you're going to be able to get some type of discount or, oh, he, he loves the city, he loves his organization, we'll get it. Fam, he's gone. He's gone. Somebody will pay him. Somebody will pay him. 49ers might get him. The Dolphins might get him. Hell, the Vikings might look for him. Hell, the Bears might try. There are teams out there that would drop everything they have in pl- in store for Lamar Jackson. Hell, he might go down 95 and go to Washington. You never know, man. You never know. So why chance that? Why chance it? I'm sure... Um, you know, this is this is end of the world, end game, worst case scenario. I'm talking right now. We're still time left, right? It's July 11th. I'm sure a deal will get done within the next month. For their sake, I hope so. For the Ravens fans, for the city of Baltimore, for Lamar, I know he loves the Ravens. I know. I I, I hope a deal gets done, man. 
Because if it does not, oh, it's gonna get ugly for the Ravens. It's gonna it's gonna get so ugly, man. And I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that, man. I mean, I'm sure teams in the AFC and AFC North they they want to see it. They want this thing to get as ugly as possible. And how can you blame them? Right? They they don't want to see this end happily. They don't want to see no new deal done with Lamar and Ravens. They don't want to see that. And I get that, but boy, for somebody playing on a four-year, nine million dollar contract after what I've done for this organization, I'm gonna want some money. Man, I ain't gonna want some. I'm gonna want all of the money. Point blank. And uh. Y'all ain't got it, somebody else will. Okay? If y'all ain't gonna do it, somebody else gonna do it. Happily. Happily. Oh, here, Mr. Jackson, please take all of my money. That's what's gonna happen, man. So the Ravens better tighten up, man. They better tighten up. Oh, like, I'm not even. This ain't a joke. This is serious, man. They better tighten up. They better tighten up. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Anything else, man? Before I get out of here, I ain't man. I listen, man. Look, I ain't, I ain't even gonna waste my time on them O's. Congratulations on y'all little eight wins, okay? In the month of July, keep it up and have that same energy next next month when the, when them Jays come to town. That's all I gotta say about that. I'm tired. I, don't, I ain't got nothing else to say. All right. I see y'all Thursday, maybe Friday. Back after the week for episode one eighty seven. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This is a different episode, very unique episode. Here we are, episode 186, man, 186 and running. Um, so happy that I'm here to do this thing for y'all, man. Uh, make sure you go back and listen to episode 185. Share this episode, love this episode, enjoy this episode. This is a good episode. You guys made this episode happen, literally. You guys made this episode happen. Thank you guys. Thank you. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Shout out to everybody who continues to listen to the boy and support me in any way possible. I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. Love all my supporters. Love my fans. Love my listeners. Um, for the 186th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.